Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Unordinary Sisters. Like always, I'm joined again by my sister Lauren. Hey. And today we are going to cover a pretty controversial topic. I'm certain I'm going to receive some backlash from this one because because it is full-on conspiracy mode and I'll basically be nitpicking the webtoon Unordinary by Uru Chan like I never have before. So today, yeah, are you excited? I'm stoked. So today we will be uh, covering various instances that raised some red flags for me and just didn't settle well for me. Some of them have to do with a specific character's actions or the function of a character, while others are a bit more serious and have to do with the plot line as a whole. Now, just, you know, a disclaimer, I love this webtoon and, I mean, I'm obsessed with it. You know, I try to fast pass every week. My sister and I, we are super into this podcast and we love it and we just, we, t- we talk all the time about an ordinary. Yeah, so, like offline, this is not the only time we talk about it. Yeah, so this isn't, this isn't just me venting like hate speech okay like i i have nothing against an ordinary and i love it i will always it'll always be my favorite webtoon i'm sure so just without further ado this theory i'm theorizing that there are various plot holes and other minor discrepancies in the plot of Unordinary. And for the record, I think any great franchise, whether it's like maybe even Star Wars or Harry Potter or whatever it is, all great stories are going to have some of those. Right, yeah. And, you know, this isn't negative criticism, okay? This is no, we love totally, her, yeah, we love her. This is all constructive <laughs> stuff, okay? So, but as always, my Unordinary question. This one's open-ended. Um, there's no right or wrong answer. Oh, good. I want, yeah. I'm waiting for this for so long. (laughs) Yeah, for (laughs) once. I'm not going to just put you on the spot. So, who do you think, by the very end of the story, will have the most character development? And as a part two to that question, who has the most character development right now? Alright, who's going to have the most character development by the end? I think it's going to be one of the core characters, because that's who we're going to see the most. Right. right. So yeah. Obviously. Have the most chance to develop. Mhm. So probably. In other words, it's probably not gonna be Zeke. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I sub, I'm hoping it's gonna be John. Yeah. That has the most character yeah. developed by the end. Um, who's had it to this point? Well, and another thing about John, just I already told you this quote, but the greater the fall, the greater the redemption. I love that quote. I was on Twitter. <laughs> And I was following Uru Chan, and one of the comments was that. And I was like, I really hope that's true. Like, it has to be true for John, man. Like, yeah. Like, one of Uru Chan's twi- tweets was literally like, it hurts to write John, you know? Because yeah. he's falling hard. Because he's, yeah, he's lame right now. Like, <laughs> rock <He's> bottom. <laughs> um, but I would say, to, to this point, it's probably Serafina that's had the Really? Most, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she. She didn't give a shit about anything in the beginning and just whatever, mm. you know. And now she's had her fall, and I think she's having her redeeming arc right now. Yeah. So it's on, awesome. putting putting me on the spot, those are my two answers. Yeah. So. And she's badass. Like, I love her to death. She's a great character. Yeah, she's cool. All right. So. What do you think? What do I think? I don't know. I, I get to throw them back. Okay, right well, between. It's between Blake and Serafina, probably mm. for me. Mm-hmm. And. Blake, especially right now. Um, so, I guess I'll share the fast pass. Spoiler. Well, so, or... as of right now, episode, what, 197 is out? Is that right? I think it's 194. 
Well, yeah, 197 is, yeah. Is that the on fast the fast passes? Yes. Yeah. So we are caught up to 197. So um, if you don't want spoilers, you probably shouldn't listen at all, but you should definitely probably skip the next couple of minutes. Yeah, skip, like, the next two minutes and we'll be done by then. Um, I say Blank has the most character development, and especially right now because he is... He's learning how to use his ability for good. He's going from this, like, I need to train to get stronger. You know, and he's he's attempting to, you know, mm-hmm. stand up to John and his well, tyranny. I think, I think every but, character in this, they go from a point where they first they feel like, I need to be the most powerful kid in the school or at least be royalty, right? Mm-hmm. Jack, queen, king, whatever, yeah. ace. To, I should just be powerful for the sake of being powerful. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's something to life outside of school. And then there's this other level where it's, and what if I use that for good? Yeah, absolutely. And I think Blake's hitting that right now. Which is, that's why I like this question. Because it's like, Mm -hmm. Blake is going from right now, currently in this Fast Pass episode, from I'm just training to get stronger just for Wellston. You know, because there's this contrast between the high school and then the outside world. And Blake is just now considering using his ability for the outside world. I don't necessarily know that it's a contrast. I mean, one of our high school English teachers might say it's like a microcosm for what the real world is like. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. right. Yeah. Um, but I think and I think that just broadly, not to go too deep here, but that's life in general. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and the, hier- the hierarchy in Wilson definitely reflects the one outside. But, right. But I mean, everybody does this thing and you'll get there where you realize like a lot of your life is revolving around high school right now. And it should, right? You start senior year tomorrow. Um, I do. Right, but eventually, <laughs> eventually, you uh, well. So by the time this is posted, you'll already be in senior year. But um, eventually, you realize that you have to take what you learned in high school and apply it outside of it. Mm-hmm. And that's just what Blake's right. learning right now. Yeah. So I'm glad he's going from the goal of you know training his ability to like helping these people right now fight this high tier. So. Yeah, it's a good answer. Like you said there's no right or wrong at this point. Right. So hopefully that was like less than 2 minutes. <laughs> uh that was 6 and a half. What? No, I'm saying two minutes from, like, oh, the, oh, this oh. Fast Pass spoiler. Okay. I thought you meant how long it took no. us to get into this actual thing. <laughs> yeah. It t- God, it always takes so long. I, I just rant so and vent long. all but the time. But if people don't like ranting, venting, sisterly banter, yeah, they're probably not listening this, to this podcast. This, this, isn't, this isn't the podcast for you if you don't like ranting and venting. So. Right. All right. So, number six. I have six points to put across. And we might just break it down into two parts because it's going to be a long, long episode. So I might just do the last three and then the top three. So six, five, four, and then three, two, one. Get up to the big stuff. Okay. Ranked in order of what? Most controversial? Like most impactful, I think. Okay. If that makes sense. Yep. Got it. All right. So let's do it. All right. And by the way, I have no idea what any of these are. Yeah. So, all right. Number six. Why is Darren, whose ability is Nightmare, the school nurse of Wellston? That's a bother. We've talked about this. That's bothered me the whole entire time. Like, there's people like Elaine that exist. I know, I know. So, the only person who might be in more dire need of anger management courses than John is the doctor. So, no, no, no. Nobody uh, needs anger okay. management courses more than John. I know, I know. But yeah, Darren's joke, number but... two. <laughs> Definitely but no. because of John, probably. <laughs> so Darren is implied to be the singleton school nurse of the most prestigious school in the region, which we all know is Wellston. 
If logic had its way, you'd think the school, with some of the most powerful and highest damage-dealing students, would have a set of elite-tier or even high-tier healers at their disposal. No? No, wrong. Because instead we have a single we have nightmare generating dude. <laughs> this nightmare generating caffeine addict. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but like, and also, okay, so it's so weird that it has to come into play, mm-hmm. right? I mean, would Uruchan do that if it didn't matter at all? I don't believe so. I think it it has to come into play. So the question is, is he? casting nightmares right now on people or is he going to at some point right i don't know i mean he has in the past honestly you know what? He ch- when i mean he has on john for sure <laughs> to keep him in check you know and actually i do go into that later for okay. another point that i'm making okay great but yeah it, it just doesn't it it doesn't fit with me i don't understand that like how did he get this job like, did Vaughn look at his application, see the word nightmare, and was like, yep, this is the guy. He's perfect. If you hear background noise, um, my husband and our father are watching sports in the other room. Sorry about that. Yes. Try to focus on what's important, which is unordering. <sighs> Seriously. And <clears throat> you know what else? All we hear from Darren... I love Darren to death, honestly. <laughs> he, he's probably my second favorite character after like, Blake. I feel, like, like, no I feel like he would fit into my life, like my actual life. Like he could be a friend of mine. I know. Because me and him are probably about the same age. I know. So here's the problem. All we hear from Darren is complaining about how his job is so difficult, <laughs> is how, how like John him. is always in such a fix, how now, spoiler alert people, how everyone else is always in a fix because of John. Like, wouldn't the easy solution here be to hi- be to hire some healers? I mean, honestly, it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I think okay, he's... so just real world life. <laughs> they don't have probably a blank check to hire more people, right? Just as someone who is a finance major in person and all that, they probably have enough for one salary, right? Mm-hmm. But that salary could certainly be going to someone who's actually a healer, in my opinion. Yeah, I understand. But it just doesn't... It's literally ironic that he is the doctor, yes. you know? I, it just seems ridiculous to me. I think he was just... I think originally, like in episode one or two when he shows up, I think he was just... His function was comic relief, I think. I don't Absolutely. think... I don't think uru really had established, like every character's you know function by like the third episode i think it was i think that was when it was on canvas well they say that there's like there's two different kinds of writers for fantasy at least that i've heard like one is probably like jk rowling like i think she had a pretty good idea where she started with harry potter where she started with snape where she started with dumbledore where they were gonna go Mm -hmm. then there's people like stephanie meyer who wrote twilight they write the direction of their characters. Um, George R. R. Martin, who is a Song of Ice and Fire or Game of Thrones, he writes where the characters take him. That's interesting. And I've I, never heard of that. That's I, I'm sure there's words for it. Again, finance major, pretty ignorant with this stuff. But <laughs> right, so um, I think I think you're dead on. I think Uruchan. I don't think. Maybe I think maybe for John she has like a plan, but I don't necessarily think that for all the other characters that she does. I think she's letting them tell her where they want to go. Yeah, that's so. I think she does have a more firm idea for like the main characters, right? And she has said that on Twitter, like because she's getting like a lot of backlash right now from her fans and from 
ex fans, honestly, because I know mm-hmm. people. If you look at her ratings, she's getting less likes as season two has progressed. So she is receiving a lot of backlash, and she's posted tweets on Twitter because now I, suddenly I go on Twitter like every day. I'm a, I'm a social media ad- addict. Yeah, suddenly. Jenny's managing and, our Twitter. Uh, yeah. uh, what's our Twitter, Jenny? What's our Twitter? Our Twitter is an ordinary pod one. Go follow it. <laughs> so like it. Yeah. I, I tweet all the time, guys. I swear. It's incredible. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I can but, tell you what mine are personally someday. Yeah. Um, but, okay, where was I going with this? Uru I Chan, don't know ever where you're going. Uru Chan says that she has a plan for John, at least. Mm-hmm. And really, that's that's, that's the it. foundational, yeah, like, that's So we it. don't know about Darren. Poor we don't know about Darren. Darren. He's going to marry Layla, and they're going to have little gifted children. Little Little nightmare. Little nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Little nightmare generating children. <laughs> okay. Level eight nightmare children. Yeah, so just to recap, guys, that was number six. Why is Darren, whose ability is nightmare, the school nurse of Wilson? It's like, it's literally ironic. Such so. a great question. <laughs> All right. Number five. Episode 32. Now, this isn't really a plot hole. This is why it's pretty near the bottom of the scale, kind of like with Darren. Like, not super impactful on the plot as a whole. But it's just something that is implied in the episode that kind of raised red flags for me. And it made me kind of rethink Arlo's impact on John's actions. And it also made me reassess John's character as a whole. Like, it was it was a small scene, but when you think about it, like, how much it, how much that scene could have impacted the rest of the the webtoon it's pretty interesting so and i didn't really know where else to put it so you know quote unquote plot hole guys so recap guys after john finds that arlo's goons had smashed his phone do you remember that yes he stalks off and attempts to leave the infirmary before darren luckily intercepts him he does use nightmare in this scene mm-hmm. to like freak him out but john's not having it so Darren tells him that he's only walking around with an even bigger target on his back now that he's bruised and bandaged and obviously in a vulnerable state. And John retorts by threatening, honestly, Doc, I'm not the one you should be worrying about. Now, mind you, I initially thought, oh, he's going to attack them cripple style with his kick-ass cripple moves, you know, but Ventus and Melee are both level 3.8. Not to mention he would likely be forced to fight them two-on-one. And for reference, John and Sarah got their asses kicked by Zeke, whose ability level was a 4.0. So I'm curious, what do you think, Lauren? Would John have activated his ability to use it against the Windclaw duo in that moment? Did he snap in that infirmary? I mean... Maybe it's because we were just talking about Doc. But do you think he's telling Doc to worry about himself? I don't... I Yeah, so it is kind of an open-ended question... But I don't think he was going to attack the dock, was he? I think maybe at this point, John is thinking he is going to have to activate his ability at some point. Yeah. But there's an inevitability to it. I don't think he was planning on acting then. Right. I don't think he had a plan. I, I think I think he always knew. He. I, I can't imagine what it would be like to be that powerful. Right. right. I but know. I think you always know it. Maybe it's like having like a concealed carry gun or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I might not use this, but like if shit hits the fan, I'm going to use this. Right. right. So you always know it's there. So I think that. 
Well, in general, John probably knows there's an inevitability that he's going to activate it and kick some ass. So you think in that moment he saw himself as backed into a corner? Because he was going out for revenge. I mean, Melee and Ventus, they were gone. They had done their deed for Arlo. You know, and he says this. And originally, I didn't think much of it. You know, I thought it was a cool episode. Like, ooh, John's being edgy. You know, but when you look back on it, he made a threat to someone. And, you know, and it just made me think, was Arlo's ambush on John really necessary to have sent him over the edge? Because that's the moment we think, oh, John snapped. This is the moment John snapped. But was it really? No, no. You know? I think he knew. I think he... I think you could tell with escalating tensions that it was heading that direction. Right, right. So was it simply a more laid-back Darren that let John walk out of there that would have been the straw that broke the camel's back? You know, what... And, of course, this is just conspiracies and theories, guys. You know, we're not confirming or denying anything, but, you know, what would have happened if Darren wasn't there? If he walked out that door, would he have attacked Bendis and Melee? Because he couldn't have taken him as a cripple. It would, he, no, he, he would have been... Obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's who he ends up fighting, not as a cripple. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So, I, I bring this up only to touch on the idea that maybe John wasn't as reserved at the time as we initially thought. Uh-uh. You know? I mean, in comparison... No, I think it had to have been bubbling there for a while. I know, it I know. Had to have been. And we knew it was, but that was like... He had... He was like... He was like, this is it, you know? That's how I felt reading that episode again. Yeah. So, I and mean, how co- many episodes was it until he did? Like, let's see. This was episode 32. Mm-hmm. So, it was episode like 52 ish. That's a while. So, it was tw- like 20 episodes. Yeah. So, it was a while back. He was, um, he, the path was laid out for him long before he did. Yeah, so. you're right. You're right. And, but. You know, what did it take really for him to be completely undone there? You know, I mean, Serafina had to be MIA for what, one to two weeks? Because we know she came back early and get his phone screen cracked and that was it. You know, did Aro really have to intervene much more than that? You know, it's just something to think about, you know. The point I'm getting at here is simply that maybe the John versus Arlo part one wasn't as groundbreaking as we were led to believe, you know? I don't, like, don't get me wrong, the fight was hype, you know? I've read various webtoons with detailed coordinated fight scenes, but hardly any compared to this one, you know? All in all, the Arlo and John fight scene was supposed to mark John's snapping point, I think. But I'd I'd argue that he had reached his breaking point long before that. So, anyways, that was just kind of something i thought of that was kind of interesting so how'd you think about that one that one was kind of weird right the, that point i brought up yeah i didn't catch it at the time yeah i didn't either that's why I... yeah like you said because you just think okay he's gonna go crippled beat somebody yeah so all right that was number five all right what do we got for so number this four? this will probably be our last one. Oh, i mean yeah. we're at 19 minutes so yeah all right number four so this was on episode 41 this episode is recognized as the moment when John first activated his ability when he was in that alley on campus with the four mid-tiers rushing him and preparing to beat him up. So, luckily, he deactivated his ability. You remember that? He activated his ability and then he deactivated yeah, after he they, got those PTSD vibes. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't and, notice, right? Exactly. Yeah. He deactivated his ability, but not before Eisen and Arlo caught his glowing eyes. So my theory. But they for... already knew. 
or yeah. very deeply suspected that yes. he had them. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I think they knew at that point. Yeah, I think so, they must have known. So, my theory for this one is, why was Arlo able to catch John Eyes but not the mid-tiers rushing him? So, this is a pretty short one. Like, I mean, Elena? Elena? Elena, I don't know her name. Elena, is, yeah. She's staring directly at him, you know, like, wide-eyed, like, fury on her face, yeah, yeah. probably just a few yards from John, but no, Arlo's the one who's catched his eyes from a few dozen yards away. Like, not much evidence to back this theory up, but I... No, but here's I, the thing, but Arlo and Eisen would have been potentially looking for it. And yeah. these people would not have been. Right, but also, they're, like, making a coordinated effort to attack him. Like, I right. think they'd be looking for any signs of resistance. I don't know. I mean, right? there's such a thing as confirmation bias, right? Like, you see what you're looking for. And they weren't... Oh, they true. were looking for his eyes to yeah, not Yeah, they wanted to expect it, so... Right. So, I just found it odd and worth noting how the students in the process of rushing, like, never noticed John's eyes going. Like, I just thought that was strange. Obviously, yeah. Eisen would have noticed because his ability was activated and he would notice probably the flare or something. Right, but... right, right. But here's the thing. Like, here's the thing with plot holes, right? Had they noticed then... It would have messed up the plot. Exactly. So therefore, they couldn't notice then. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's it's a loop, man. Yeah, it's I a give, loop I'll there. give it to you for sure. So, I I like that scene, you know, but that was just that's something about that scene that just doesn't work. I yeah. like it as part of the plot. Yep. You know, because that's the point where we see his background. So I think it's an important piece right. of the plot. But again, it's like it doesn't yeah, exactly like, work yeah. out. You you're, know, you're the way putting, you want it to. Well, you can't help but put yourself in those mid-tier shoes and be like, I would be able to see that. Yeah, I know. You couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his bangs were covering his eyes. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, horrible bangs. I know. <laughs> no, je- jealous John, man. That's why they couldn't catch his eyes because he was jealous John at the time. That sounds like jealous. Like, <laughs> I meant jealous. Like G-E-L. G-E-L-L-E-S-S. Probably not a word. Probably not. Okay. But it's on so, Ordinary Sisters. We can make up words. We can, we can make do up whatever the hell theories. we want. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Yeah, and you really... can listen or not. That's yeah. So fun. the three after this are very fun. So you guys need to tune in for part two, okay? It's going to be a fun time. Those three were, like, pretty small. You know, it's... Honestly, Uru Chan, she really wove the story together well. You know, the only thing I really don't like is the the pacing, but we're not going to talk about the pacing. No, no, no. You know, that's I'm not sure, something to comment I'm sure on, there's really. listeners out there, Jenny, who had the same thoughts that you had about those three specific things. You think so? Yeah, you know, we're just yeah. we're just voicing our, our thoughts, you know. Just I listen to a lot of podcasts, not on ordinary obviously because there aren't very many. Um yeah. but the ones I listen to like there's one like especially I'm thinking one one podcast in general. And one of the hosts will say something, and I'm in my head, I'm like, or I'll even say it out loud. I don't know, do you guys do this where you just say shit out loud where you're listening to podcasts? <laughs> I'll be like, but what about? And then the other one will be like, but what about blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Exactly. So right. there's probably listeners that are doing You know, that. I've already told you, we were like telepathic. Yeah. You know, we got like this like telepathic connection. Like I'll, I'll, I have my script here, you know, and I'll read line after line, and then I'll, I have a break in between paragraphs or something. And Lauren will, will like, entering a question and I was like it perfectly leads into my next paragraph yeah, like, that's happened sisters. like 10 times we like, definitely think alike I, sure. some people say we look alike 
we really don't. Honestly. We're gonna um, we're gonna post a picture soon, right? Yeah, we have to update our profile picture. And where I'm wearing my an ordinary merch right Which now. Which I got for you before I ever read it. That but... is very true. Yeah, I had no idea what those people that? were. I was like, that was so funny. I was like, this looks good. Yeah. Um. All right, Jenny. So we're gonna take that picture soon. We're gonna post it. Where is that gonna be? All right. So thanks for listening, everyone. If you got a, if you gobbled up this episode, don't forget to listen to our previous episodes too, where we also discuss other theories. You can email us at unordinarysisterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at unordinarypod1, which I already said earlier, or Instagram at unordinarysisterspodcast. We shoot to upload an episode every two weeks or so, so check back in a bit and we'll see you all soon. All right. Bye. Bye.